0: Welcome back! Our second episode, number here. two. Yay! Um, we are going to be focusing on food waste. Mm-hmm. Exciting! That is a big problem. It, it seems. is for sure. Um, and in case you want something to watch in addition to this podcast, a great documentary that I just watched is called Wasted. Yes, I'm um, going to watch that now. Yeah, it was great. So that's a that's a that's a good watch. Um, our goal for this episode is just to um, find ways to prevent food from getting to the landfill. That is, that is the bad place. Yes. Um, and we're talking like food that, like leftovers, mm-hmm. um, food that has expired in your fridge or on your shelf, mm-hmm. um, food that's in the fridge or pantry that you just don't know what to do with. I have a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and then just your eyes being bigger than your stomach and you left it on your plate and then you tossed it in the trash. Um, and if it goes in your trash can, then it goes in the landfill. Yes. That's a good way to think about it. I wish I had that problem
1: where I didn't, um, think my eyes were bigger than my stomach. (laughs)
0: I yes. finish way too much food. Oh, really? <laughs> That's good though. It's good for good for food, no it, food waste. It's good for that, <laughs> but maybe not good for my genes. Yeah. I'm um,
1: fitting into my jeans. Um okay, well well, first of all, how big is this problem of food waste? So let's um figure that out. Let's get an idea of here what the big picture is. And one third of food produced in the world is actually never eaten. That's a huge number of food not even eaten that's been produced. And it's actually higher here in the U.S. with 40% of food that is produced is never eaten. 40%. Almost half the food that we produce doesn't get consumed. Did you just say golly? Yes. I love that. Um, So that's a ton of money that's being thrown into the trash. Uh, And the annual cost of food waste is $1 trillion. That's an enormous number. Um, which that number could be used for how many things that we need Hmm. fixed in here in the U.S., a a ton of things. Um, The average American family is throwing away about $1,500 every year of food with food waste. Yeah. That's a
0: huge number. That's like a nice little vacation. Yeah. Right there. Absolutely. (laughs) Just throwing it in the garbage. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, We also want to ask how is food waste hurting the environment Mm -hmm. Um, since we're trying to be kinder to the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, first of all, uh, food production is the single biggest cause of a number of things. Uh, Deforestation, Mm -hmm. water extraction, habitat loss and biodiversity loss. Forty percent of the land right now is used to produce food which is kind of crazy to and think about. And most of that food is not even for human consumption. No. it's for animals, That's which true. is crazy. Um, and just in the last 20 years, humans have destroyed 10% of the wilderness for food production. Ah, golly. And then um, in the U.S., 90% of wasted food ends up in landfills. That's a lot. Like I said before, that is the bad place. Um We do think, though, sometimes, at least I thought before doing this research, like if I throw like uh, an apple core into the garbage can, it will decompose. So it's fine. It's like the same as composting, right? Well, (laughs) actually, that's not the case. Um, Here's a question for you. If I threw that apple core in the uh, garbage can, how long would it take it to decompose in a landfill? Can you guys give a guess? Oh
1: man! If it's sitting on plastic, I'm assuming it's going to take a lot longer. So, what would your guess be? Oh crap! Um, golly! Um, <laughs> I'm going to say an apple core. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say three months.
0: And then we have a special guest here. I forgot to introduce. Yes, please introduce Laura Gonzalez. <laughs> Laura. She'll be she'll be giving us the specifics of composting later. But what so would she your probably really be? knows.
2: Yeah, I, I don't really know. But, um, <laughs> I read certain things that say uh, only 50% of food waste in dumps biodegrade.
0: Whoa. Oh. So if it biodegrades at all.
2: It, it only 50% and it can take up
0: to 15 years. <gasps> oh. oh my
2: gosh. I was so generous with
1: yeah. three months. Oh <laughs> my gosh. The
0: example they gave was like a head of lettuce and it said it c- it could take up to 25 years to... Oh Isn't my. that nuts? That's insane. So throwing it in so the trash can, can. is not... A good thing. It's not gonna just poof be gone wow. into the soil. All is good. Um, another thing they were saying is that um, e- when it does um, decompose, because there's no oxygen getting to it because it's underneath things in a big yeah. pile, that is actually producing methane, oh. which is 23 times more powerful a greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. Yeah, absolutely, so which is contributing to the warming of this planet. Yeah. So it's, oh it's hurting gosh. more than helping. So, wow. um So that's why we want to explore ways to upcycle our food so that it's not hurting our environment and getting into our landfills. Yeah, absolutely. And what are ways that we can do that, Shannon? All right. Well, um, feed people.
1: <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of people on this planet that are hungry, which yeah. is now mind-blowing to me that we waste, as Americans, um, 40% of our food that's never eaten. I am sure there are a lot of hungry kids that would like to have a tenth of that Mm -hmm. percentage. Um, We could feed animals, other than the corn and the soy that they're being fed right now. Um, We could certainly maybe take this over to little... (laughs) helicopters in uh, in australia maybe drop some down there i know they're doing that right now i'm sure you've read a little bit about that they're dropping some vegetables in some area because the vegetation's gone um produce energy um and composting which would feed our soil to probably make it more viable for growing things too yeah so all really super easy doable things um, especially if animals around I know, I would love to have a big pig.
0: Oh my gosh, oh you just from the scraps there, buddy. I know. <laughs> He's so happy. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one you mentioned was feed people, which seems kind of yes. obvious, but we're going to dive in into it a little deeper so you can maybe see some things you didn't see before. Um, pretty simply, if you plan out your meals beforehand, you're not buying stuff that you don't need. Um, making a shopping list is always good. Um, buying local and seasonal food, uh, freezing your leftovers, and then just buying less food altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one thing that we don't think about when we are buying food is the waste that is created before the food even gets to the grocery store. So what I mean by that, an example, is um, when we see a head of cauliflower – we see the white vegetable, but we're not taking into consideration all of the leaves that were around that vegetable. The cauliflower is actually 40% of the vegetable; 60% are the leaves that are wasted and not even used before it gets to the grocery store. So trying to learn again what vegetables look like before they get to the grocery store to see what items are being wasted, and maybe choosing the ones that don't have as much waste. Or learning to use the leaves in things like soups or smoothies or that kind of thing. Um, And then also another example was with yogurt and how regular yogurt takes one gallon of milk to produce it, but Greek yogurt takes three gallons of milk to produce it. Two of those gallons are used to produce it and then tossed away. So learning that all yogurts are not the same, And that um, one, you know, regular yogurt would take less milk than um, Greek yogurt. So you're helping with not wasting before it even gets to the shelf. Yeah. Um, And then keeping in mind that grocery stores want you to impulse buy. So they're making everything look infinitely abundant and beautiful. Um, So trying to curtail those impulse buys is is a good way not to waste things. And then the way that grocery stores tend to confuse us, which is with all of the expiration dates, and mm. there's so many different names for it. They say like best, it's best by this day, sell by that day, it's best before this day, it's ex- expires on this day, and it's like, it gets super confusing. And it's better to be safe than sorry, and you toss it into the trash. Yeah. When in actuality, a lot of that stuff is still very good after those dates. It's mainly for the grocery store to know when to rotate their products, not oh. for the consumers to be like safe. Um, those dates really are... Uh, it speaks more to the quality of the food than it does to the safety of the food. Interesting. And quality being like the texture, the nutritional value. So it may not have as much, you know, as many vitamins or minerals and maybe it'll have less calories. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then like the flavor may not be as robust as it was before. Oh, interesting. But it's still safe.
1: Um, I find it interesting that it becomes the consumer's responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. When it probably could be easily um, not our responsibility. Yeah. Because not of all, all of us are in the food business so that would
0: know that. That's true. It's but crazy. The grocery store will benefit by you buying something twice because you threw the first one out. Uh, of course. So they want you to be scared, I think. And confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so frustrating. Um, And they were saying like learning to trust yourself <laughs> on that. Um, The smell test being one of the best ways to re- – to notice if the food is good or not Um, just take a whiff um, but if you're curious about knowing how long food actually lasts, there's a website. I'll put it on the summary of the episode. But it's called love food hate, Sorry lovefoodhatewaste.com. Okay. And you can see how long things take to go bad. Um, one thing I did notice a lot of with fruit and vegetables is that base, most of them like last a week. But if you freeze them, it, they last months. Yes. Which got me thinking about a friend of mine who said, you know, there's always you know, things in season and if you go to the grocery store and all of a sudden there are peaches everywhere and you want to buy peaches but, you know, you can't eat that many before they're going to go bad. It's like, well, why not buy quite a few and then put them in your freezer so you'll have them later on in the year. I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. Yes. So that's one way to not waste it.
1: Yeah. I will say – You can also go online and find really interesting anecdotal tests to figure out if something's still viable to eat. Um, I don't eat eggs anymore, but when I did, I would get to the expiration date. and I'm like, oh crap, I need an egg. I don't want to go buy one. Um, and, and I'm not exactly sure because I haven't done this in a while. But if you place an egg um, submerging in water and if it floats to the top, I believe it's still good. Or if it sinks to the bottom, it's not. So what I'm saying is if you have eggs and you don't know, look online to find that test. Yes. But it's foolproof because it has to do with, I don't know, um, whatever the weight is on the inside. So I bet there's other anecdotal things for other things too yeah. that – Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So the groceries tend to throw away fruit and vegetables that aren't aesthetically pleasing, which is interesting because you can always tell, I think, a vegetable or a fruit that has um, been treated with some kind of pesticide or something because Mm -hmm. it's like the most brilliant red or green or something versus an organic one that may be a little bit duller. Um, We just learn to see, like you said, what's aesthetically pleasing in the store to purchase that when it could potentially not be the best thing for us. Um, But something we can do is have a subscription to Imperfect Food foods.com which I actually do get and you get ugly fruit and vegetables delivered to you and I will say you can go online and pick out what you want that they have available for that particular cycle so if you don't want lettuce you don't pick lettuce if you don't want carrots you don't pick lettuce if you want just fruit that week
0: you can pick out just fruit Sometimes they. I'm sorry, you just said if you don't want carrots, then you don't pick lettuce. I'm sorry, but that's what you do. If you don't want carrots, oh, you don't pick lettuce.
1: I oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. You, you have to decipher what I'm saying here. That's part of the. That's part of the trend. It's part yes. of the. Part of my appeal. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, if you don't want carrots, you probably should not check carrots. Yes, exactly. um, but it is great. It is good, and it will sometimes force you if you're not a big fruit or vegetable eater to eat them more because they're delivering them right to your house. And it's like, oh, man, I don't want to throw this away. I want to use it. So smoothies, soup, freezer, Mm -hmm. great way to do that. Yeah, agreed. Isn't Um,
2: it also interesting how, like, these products are imperfect, but then you sort of learn to love how – they look yes not being that stereotypical carrot or radish or totally
0: Mm -hmm. they become
2: more beautiful to
1: you absolutely and super creative like you will find something that's like this looks like
0: how it should be
1: how it should be (laughs) or it's so interesting looking Mm -hmm. like oh it must
0: have grown up against another red pepper and that's why it's curled over totally
1: totally um anyhow it'll let you know what's available in your area that you can pick and remove items um if you don't want carrots you don't have to get lettuce Um, (laughs) (laughs) before
0: it gets delivered to your doorstep. (laughs) Um, Oh, something else that... I thought was kind of fun um, to do with helping use the food that you already have like in your fridge or in your cabinet when you have such random items and you're like how am I supposed to put peanut butter with carrots (laughs) and some brownie mix and (laughs) a cup of yogurt like it doesn't go together but um, there is a website you can go to called fridgetotable.com which you can enter in the ingredients that you have um, and then it'll look up recipes of what You know, it's not going to be – you're going to probably have to go get some other things too. It's not like you can just use those things and you'll come up with a a, a delicious dish. But you'll be able to at least use them and not throw them away. That's cool. Um, And you can filter them too. Like if you are allergic to something, you can say no nuts. Or like if you're um, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, you can specify that. You can let them know how much time you want to spend with cooking this dish. Um, What type of item you're looking for. Is it a breakfast dish appetizer aside is it a main course that kind of thing the number of ingredients you want to use if you want it to be super complicated or super simple um, as well as the different recipe websites that you can draw from so that's really cool yeah so I just thought that was you know a way to use the things that you already have and also maybe find some new pairings that you didn't realize actually go really well together yeah so, I yeah. think that's sometimes half the problem yeah is just figuring
1: out what to cook Yep. absolutely um, and then, one more way you can keep food out of the trash can is feeding people. Donate it to a food bank or a local shelter, for yeah. sure. I am sure they're always looking for that kind of stuff.
0: An example of that, which I was really inspired by. Yes. Let they find Zippage. The there is a chef called Massimo Botura, which who knows if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I try. <laughs> um, but there's a place that he has created called Refettorio, which is in Paris. Um, And it offers a welcoming dinnertime food service to people in situations of social vulnerability by transforming surplus ingredients from the local market that otherwise would be wasted into delicious meals.
1: That's awesome.
0: Isn't that so nice? Yeah. And they're serving like 100 meals a day. And it's a beautiful location. It's in a church. And it's like, I want them to feel like kings and queens so that they can feel Good about that and yeah. get a great meal. and He's looking to open up locations in London, the Bronx, Detroit, and LA. So oh my god, keep an eye out for that! Sure. But yeah, that is super cool. I feel like I've seen that on a new special mm. or something,
1: very or something similar to that. That's really cool. Yeah, um, all right, keeping trash, keeping the food out of the trash can is feed animals. Um, an interesting fact 70% of the grain produced in the in the world i'm assuming is um produced to feed livestock yep, and not people yeah which is not even a natural thing for them to eat anyways
0: agreed it's <laughs> crazy it fattens them up quickly it does and that's what's important right yeah.
1: <laughs> so that your chicken grows to eight pounds that's only supposed to be four yeah in six months mm-hmm. or less yeah it's mind-boggling yeah
2: Are they feeling like
1: Farmed fish, grain now too. I I think think so. Yes, like, yes. Yeah. I just read about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those fish farms—that's not a pretty picture either. No. Uh, yeah, I have read that too, and they're having some issues with their their health. And then you're consuming all of those health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. Grain is meant for human consumption, right? Not animals. No. In moderation. And in yeah, moderation, agreed. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So if we um, if we diverted some of this food waste to feeding animals Um, the united nations estimated that if we fed food waste to pigs instead of using the corn soy mix that you Mm -hmm. were talking about we could free up enough food globally to feed three billion people that's yeah insane it just seems like an obvious thing to do but i don't know i think people
1: are afraid to get rid of bacon Mm. or hamburgers but I suppose in moderation I mean I'm not a fan of them but I suppose in moderation that's what people have lost is moderation where Ah. it's just I want it when I want it I want bacon on my donuts or I want bacon on my my cupcakes and then you've got a you know someone starving or walking three miles to -hmm. get water that's clean and then you have all this excess that three billion people could be fed yeah it's it's just backwards
0: yep agreed um, I had asked this question of you guys earlier, so yeah. let's pretend that I didn't. <laughs> the question I proposed to them was, um, "Which country is the number one importer of corn for livestock feed?" Oh, jeez. And I don't. What do you? What do you uh, well, remember? I, you, said? you said. I said
2: that I would like to think it was the U.S., but we grow so
0: much corn. So mm-hmm. I think I said China. Okay. Yeah. China. I didn't make a guess. Okay. So you weren't sure. I was not sure. The answer is Japan, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, they're a small island, so they don't have a lot of space to grow that. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have animals that they want to feed that they can slaughter and make into food. They also don't have a lot of, um, landfold space. So they don't have space for all of the waste that they're not using from the food that was grown. Um, but they also are implementing food waste recycling laws because they have such little space, which is really forward and progressive. I mean, yeah. the United States doesn't do that. Mm. No. Yes, um, no kidding. Um, but they say that any food that cannot be fed to people um, will be recycled into livestock feed. And mm. with that, they have created like a delicacy of 400 types of pigs based on what the pig is fed because the meat is going to taste different if the pig is eating this compared to if it's eating something else um and that's like an example of how waste can actually create new flavors for food very cool which is you know something something (laughs) you never would have thought of oh my goodness so yeah so there you go about feeding the animals interesting Uh, Okay, third, let's have another one. Let's have another
1: way to keep food out of the trash can is production of energy. This is very cool. Um, if we're going to have waste, let's do something with it, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of using fossil fuels and depleting our planet. Um, through biological process of anaerobic digestion, microorganisms break down biodegradable material in a controlled environment that does not have oxygen, which then produces biogas. This biogas is captured and combusted to make electricity and heat, or it can actually be stored as natural gas and transported as fuel. Mm-hmm. That seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Especially since we are losing fossil fuels and having wars
0: over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like let's we have this. the ways to do it. it, yeah. it it's going to happen. Agreed. It's definitely going to happen. Well, if people that owned factories and produced things would see this example of this yogurt factory. Yogurt is just all over this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in Tennessee and it uses that anaerobic digestion Ooh. system of its own milk waste – to produce energy, which is used to run the machines in the factory. Oh. So it's a closed-loop system. Interesting. Um, and they save an average of $2.4 million a year. Interesting. Very cool. You know, we're going to have to do an episode that uses dairy, mm. yogurt versus
1: the other yogurts that are out there. I'm curious. Agreed. Because yeah. maybe they're using some of that as well. Because I bet it might be a little less energy consumption. Mm -hmm. Um, That makes sense. That is interesting. That is, that's a really cool way to um,
0: keep their cost down for their production. Why wouldn't you want to save 2.4 million dollars a year? Like even if that machine costs a million dollars, you recoup that and get extra within the first year of having it. It's crazy.
2: Nutty. Are you guys familiar with um, uh, the biodiesel system set up where people pick up the fryer waste from uh, fast uh-huh. food, and they now convert that. And I mean, it's been going on for a while. You can even yeah. do it in your own backyard. But um, you can convert fryer waste oil to biodiesel yeah, yeah, for your car. I have if you drive that. a diesel, yep. whatever, an old Mercedes or an yeah. old Volkswagen, you can turn it into. Yeah. Um, Fuel. And I just smells like little French fries. Oh, yeah. oh man, <laughs>
1: that would be hard for me. I'd be like mm-hmm, all the time. I think you can actually purchase and convert your car too. Yeah. If yeah, you I if know. you want to, which is kind of cool. I don't know much about that, but I have seen that before. That is pretty neat. Yeah, it's huh. really cool. And that takes the waste away from the restaurant too. Mm-hmm. That was probably trying to figure out what you do we do, do with that. You have to pay to get it. Disposed yeah. Off. So it's really
2: win-win situation. Yeah.
0: That's that's another really cool thing. I like
1: it. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, drumble, oh, no. the final way to keep food out of landfills is composting. Yes, that's what we're all here for. Yeah. Um, and unlike turning food waste into electricity, which I don't know if we can do that, we're not on that level technically to do that, um, or even like feeding it to animals. I, like you said, you don't have a, I don't a have pet pig. pig. But turning, yes, <laughs> yes that's right. That's right. I will <laughs> own one at some point. Um, but turning food waste into compost is something everyone can do to make a difference. Yes. But how do we compost? Uh, what do you need? Does it smell bad? There's so many questions. Are there worms involved? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so we have brought in our special guest, Laura Gonzalez, who has experience with composting in like a personal setting as well as with a restaurant. Correct. Um, to tell us all about it. So, I'm going to pull the mic over to you. Okay. Well. (laughs) There you are. Hello.
2: Um, Composting. Um, It's a very simple process, and um, uh, it's just essentially the natural process of organic matter breaking down. It's not super fancy. Um, It's... uh, your scraps with air and the microbes in the soil, and together they break down at a very rapid pace. Um, So, um, yeah, it doesn't take much. Um, You had kind of asked me um, what you need for uh, small yards to... uh, Yeah, does
0: it differ, does it differ for, like do you compost in your
2: backyard? I do compost in my backyard and I've lived in different situations where the setup has um, changed over the years so um, uh, in my first little bungalow apartment I kind of had like a little side lot um, and I just built a a little wooden box and kind of threw things in there not thinking about it Hmm. and it worked. So
1: <laughs> okay. wow, that's very um, engineering-like
2: of you. <laughs> you don't really need to think about it. You can get fancy, or you can um, just not even think about it. Okay. And um, um, so, um, did you have to take the compost somewhere at some point? No, it just kind of disappears. If you're if you're not Whoa. doing too much with it, it just kind of just disintegrates into the soil. Oh, wow. I okay. mean, how much food waste do you really um, have in a week? If Do you're I collecting mean, no. it, it's more. I mean, if you cook three meals a day, it is. It does collect, and I'd say a few pounds, maybe. Yeah. If you're uh, like
1: a week, you mean a
2: week. Got yeah. it. Um, Eggshells and coffee grounds, tea bags, and um, you can get real. Um, you can d- dive deep into it. And you can compost the hair out of your hairbrush oh or your gosh. dog's fur. I
0: learned that latex what? condoms are.
2: Oh, interesting. There you go. Oh, interesting. I don't know if I want to grow my vegetables (laughs) with that. Darby. I was shocked that you
1: had, like, a list of it going down.
0: And I was like, what? I backed it up. And I was like, did it just say condoms? Holy cow. Wow. Golly. That's
1: cool. I did not know. (laughs) Oh, golly. (laughs) Anyway, so.
0: Um,
2: Yeah, so um, anyways, in the beginning, I just kind of, like, throw things and, like, shut it and go back another week later and be like, "huh, oh, let's see see the lizards in there and wow." And just uh, move on. But um now over the years I've gotten a little more high tech about it and by high tech I have a few pallets pinned together in my <laughs> backyard and um it works just fine. But um so um you need a um combination to really get it going between uh, nitrogen and carbon which is green waste and brown waste if you if you want to create something that's like going to be dug into your garden green waste would be um you know your veggie scraps anything that if you left there would rot and turn into a puddle basically Uh, brown waste would be um leaves from your garden dried up leaves or your trader joe's bag or a newspaper. Okay. Oh, okay. So you want like a good combination between ah. um, wet and dry, basically. Mm. Well, so you the, can put those in together.
1: Yeah, I did not know
2: that. Yes. So um, and that's what keeps the smell down, oh. and the flies. And so if you put a little wet in, you want to put a little dry in. Got it. Um do you want, like, the dry on top? You want the dry on top, okay. yeah. And that keeps the little bugs from coming around. But in any case, if you didn't do that and you had a big yard and didn't care, just throw it out there. It's, you don't have to think too much about it. Okay. Um, it, it'll break down. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, and
0: then how does your restaurant do it? Is that different?
2: So, yeah, now that we compost in the restaurant, um, it is definitely a much higher volume. We are composting about 200 pounds a week
1: oh wow yeah that is a lot
2: yeah so we fill up about uh five to eight five gallon buckets twice a week
1: oh wow did you spearhead that i did yeah that is awesome yeah you should be awarded
2: for that i actually have been through the um um LA City has a green business program and Good they've awarded you. us for um, all our efforts. So that is very a- cool. And
1: rightfully so. <laughs> oh, your- uh, well,
2: thank yes, you. Yes, that's right. Um, but it's awesome. And we have teamed up with um, a great network of people, LA Compost. So, this is so if you don't have a space, say you live in an apartment or mm-hmm. you don't have a any sort of outdoor area. Um, You can freeze your scraps and take them to these hubs that LA Compost has. Oh, interesting. And I'm sure there are other organizations like this throughout the United States, but we live in LA, so I'm familiar with them. And they're awesome people. Um, But they have these hubs around the city, mainly... uh, community gardens, mm-hmm. and then they have drop-off stations at, like, farmer's markets. So if you frequent the farmer's market, yeah. you can save all your scraps until it's getting out of hand, yeah. and then you just go buy your, you know, your farm-raised eggs or whatever yeah. and your little apples, and you drop it off and go about your merry way. So they're making it really easy yeah. for people. It's really, yeah. really cool. That
1: is Important. really cool.
0: Yeah, because that's the main thing that's keeping me from doing it, Of like, where do you do it? Cuz I was like, "Oh, I'll j- I don't know why I was thinking this. So I was like, "Oh, I can just put it in the trash." Like,
2: well, there's that option too. Cuz it really
0: If I mean, you
2: have a green waste bin, you can put your scraps in there. What does that
1: mean, a green waste so bin?
2: So, if you li- I don't know if apartment complexes have have this cuz I haven't lived in one in many years, but um you have your your black waste, your regular trash, yes. and then you have your yard waste bin, the green waste, okay. and your recycling
1: bin. Got it. Yes. it. Put it in with the green ones. Put You're it right. in. Those are the leaves. That's, those are your sticks. Mm-hmm. And now your, your apple cores and oh. all those things too. Interesting. So when you go on a walk, just you know, grab your bag with you, yeah. and dump it, <laughs> yeah, in someone can, in your neighborhood. You could get your
2: little compostable bag, put it all in there, and just chuck it yeah. in the.
1: And the greenwood—that's mm-hmm. you know—that's actually not a bad idea for people that live in communities that are more apartment-driven, because there's always houses around, and yeah, they do totally. have all of those. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Wow, that's really good information.
2: Yeah, and so one other little thing is, if you're not afraid of bugs or <laughs>
1: not a fan, if you
2: could get down with some worms, <laughs> oh, I'm um, definitely, definitely not <laughs> you can have right next to your trash can, right over there. Um, a vermicomposting system Hmm. so you get a couple five gallon buckets from home depot you drill a few holes in them you buy a pound of red wigglers
1: that's the name (laughs) That's that's a worm that sounds
2: uh and you throw them in there with your little veggie scraps and you have your newspaper scraps or your trader joe's bags that you rip up or your Egg cartons. Oh, yeah. Anything that's Aww. unbleached brown paper.
1: Oh. It, Not the styrofoam egg, egg cartons. No. The cardboardy ones. Yeah, one. just like the gray. Gotcha. You have to take
0: like labels
2: off. I do, yeah. Okay. I mean, you, it would probably work, but you don't want to add anything that's unnecessary. The adhesive might sure. do something. Mm-hmm. Huh? So I just tear those off. But, Got um
1: it.
2: Yeah, you rip those up, and between the wet and the green and the carbon, um, it makes a little happy, happy home for them and they they eat it very quickly and what um they produce is uh worm castings but in um organic gardening it's called black gold and if you go to a uh home depot or whatever it's very expensive to buy their their castings and you can sprinkle it in your house plants and in they your yard it. and it's it magic. yeah it's pretty much it's black magic. It's yeah it's black magic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're able to tell what it is. So you can like
0: pull oh,
2: it out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, well, it it's it filters through the little holes, so you like drill I mean, you can buy a pre-made, but if you're a little DIYer like I am, you just get your get someone to drill some holes in it and I'm a DIYer. I'm going to get someone else to drill holes. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah and within a few months you've got like a nice pile of black gold yeah mm-hmm. you could even
1: sell that I suppose
2: you sure could <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> black gold yeah
2: or yeah. trade it for yeah, yeah. yeah. Friends, I have plants too mm-hmm. like, you're coming over to visit
0: you're like I brought you stuff for your plants yeah that'd be nice
1: mm-hmm. yeah cool. I think that's going to be almost commonplace in the next probably 15 years or I hope less. so I, I, I do I hope so Yeah, because you're, I mean, look how easy it is. I mean, you're literally just saying, put a box out there and and throw your stuff in. Everyone can do that. I think what people have a problem with sometimes if it's in their house and it's a yard or if they have a small patio or something is, is it aesthetically pleasing? Mm -hmm. You know, if I sit outside and have a coffee or a glass of wine, am I going to look at something that looks like... Something Like a garbage can yeah. or something,
0: yeah. So uh-huh. would
1: there be something that, like the smell? Yeah, that would be something. Is there something? As long you, as you
2: mind? have the right proportion. Okay, gotcha. You don't have too much wet. When it's all like the green waste, it will start to rot. Mm. So you just want to make sure you have that little that bit of
1: combination of them.
2: Yes, Got and it. then the smell. I never notice it. And I have my compost bin, which is, I don't know, four feet by three feet. That's big. Right up against my neighbor's yard. Yeah. And they have no clue about it.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So
2: the only thing with that that being said is the upkeep, if you really want the garden, like you want it to like really decompose and create compost for your garden is, because you mentioned tips and tri- tricks earlier, uh-huh. um, is to turn it. Otherwise, uh, gotcha. if you if you just let it sit, it takes a long time. But if you turn it once a week, you're, you have that green thumb and you want to get out there. Okay. It just breaks down really rapidly and also keeps
1: little critters from oh, making oh, it in oh, minute nice. over there. So, okay it so okay. you open the lid you get a shovel and you just kind of mix it around yeah you
2: just turn it okay, mm-hmm. okay. just as long as you agitate it okay. no one's gonna create a little
1: that seems so yeah. easy mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's very easy and if you don't then you kick them out
1: <laughs> yeah right but, right mm-hmm. oh. You should you should I mean you're so good at this and you're you're so knowledgeable like uh, do you, you should do like a YouTube channel. For oh my, it my or gosh. Something. No back. I'm, I'm not I mean like I'm not I'm totally not kidding. You'd be surprised about yeah, how many people sweet. would click into that and just be like, "Well, that's a lot easier than I thought and right. you can see someone doing it." Yeah, well, very flattering
2: i've watched a lot of people doing youtube channels okay, so all right. they're but they are not you <laughs> yeah. laura
1: and you have sold me on this and i hate worms oh well so
2: <laughs> once you see what they can do for your house plants then you'll be like that's right yeah that's right.
1: Uh-huh. i've got
2: gorgeous
0: house plants gorgeous house plants and no <clears throat> waste right so. so you're not producing that methane that's mm-hmm. going to be produced if it goes to a landfill So
2: Mm -hmm. yeah, but the the regular just little compost bin, I, like I said, I had all sorts of different varieties over the year and dirt cheap. Like, um, when I lived in Eagle Rock, we just had a little chicken wire round that we literally just got a few feet of chicken wire and pinned it together. And that was amazing for no fuss because you just throw it in there and it's so much air that it goes quickly. It goes really quickly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know I've tested sometimes where, um, and I would imagine this is similar to that, where I won't throw an apple away, an apple core away. We're going back to the apple core thing. (laughs) Um, And I would watch it shrivel up Mm -hmm. and it really took just maybe a week or two Mm -hmm. if it's exposed to the environment and it's gone. Yep. It, It was fascinating. So you multiply that by all of the... Um, the inside of green pepper or the ends of the carrots that I don't use or something and then there that's yeah this is really amazing how quickly and easy it is it's
2: very easy yeah um,
0: I love it I'm excited.
1: let me ask you this question when you start and let's just say you do it yourself and you make this little contraption do you put anything in there to start with you literally just throw the grain in the brown the, waste I mean
2: as long as it's on the bare soil yeah, okay. things start happening. Okay. Yeah. What
1: if it's not? What if you have a patio hmm. and you don't have grass? What would be an option for that?
2: Hmm. I haven't experienced that, but I would say maybe the vermicomposting would be the best okay. option for okay. you. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Which is
2: when, when you need the worms. The
1: worms. The worms the yeah. Worms. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my research on that one. they make really cool modern
2: contraptions now for people oh yeah for sure mine's very like low (laughs) it's not stylized it's just kind of just a orange bucket in the back or (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah they make very fancy um vermicomposting and also um uh just regular composters where you don't even have to touch it you they, it's just like big barrels that you like yeah. open a door throw it in okay. and then there's like a handle that you turn oh. and it rotates it for you so you oh don't even yeah. need any type of tool
1: and now for that particular contraption would you have to put anything in there to start it going or literally the brown and the green brown stuff and does green. it mm-hmm. and then the agitation is the mm-hmm. spinning
2: yeah yes got and nice. so I assume that would work maybe on a cement surface too but you have to get it you have and, to move it around yeah and maybe put some cardboard on the bottom or something got it so. got it okay but I I'm not familiar with that so okay
1: mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's really good information! Oh, I'm so excited! Yay! Great to do it. Thank you. Everybody
2: Hello. compost! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hi. check out check out the um, LA Compost. Um, I think it's dot org. Um, they're just amazing, and they have hubs all over the city, so it yeah. makes it really easy for you. Cool beach. And and the more you do it, the more you realize that you can compost, like your flowers mm. that you bought. Yeah. Doesn't they don't once they're dead? You don't need to put those.
1: Oh. You know. You so, your bouquet,
2: your yeah. so your bouquets, your bouquets, and your popsicle go... sticks, and anything that was oh, organic to begin with. Exactly.
1: So you can put flowers in with the food and the paper. Yeah, totally.
2: As long as it's an organically oh, okay. grown, or not organically grown, but yes.
1: but from the earth, you can put it. it in. So mm-hmm. now that is information that's actually very valuable because I bet people would still continue just to toss that stuff yeah so like you said popsicle sticks yeah popsicle
2: sticks toothpicks chop chopsticks from your takeout
0: it is like a cardboard box something
2: cardboard as long as it's not waxed or it has colored ink on it oh that is a great brown Mm, carbon Mm -hmm. what about paper towels as you can compost them but um from what i Learned is as long as they're unbleached, oh. because the chlorine right would destroy it. That. It just is like if you're putting too much of it, it can kind of change the I guess the pH. pH and yeah, stuff. okay, uh-huh. and that's interesting. Can harm the um microbes in your soil. Okay, mm-hmm. that's
1: good to know.
2: So and then one other tip is you don't want to put in um anything that's like uh meat. Yeah. Animal products. You don't uh-huh. want dairy or meat or bone, and that's not because it won't break down, but it will bring rodents in because they like those little sure. greasy bits and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and then you don't want to um compost like say salad that's been dressed with oh, a dressing because the oil um can screw up with um it makes sense it harms the worms
1: and yeah. things like that so interesting so oh awesome. that was some amazing information yeah thank you so much you're so welcome I love it yeah Great. yay <laughs>
0: Alright, um, do you want to give us a little little shout out to, to
1: end our episode? I do. I have a couple shout outs, oh, but I'm going to go with one. I'm going to give a shout out to, Let me... wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> The car company Jaguar, Ford, Volvo, and Volkswagen, those three, and there may be others, these are the three that I've actually looked at and have seen, Um, all have um, vegan interiors on their cars as an option. Um, There's no reason that an animal would have to be slaughtered for your butt to sit on it. Um, And the cost of the water consumption and the energy consumption to kill an animal, to to turn its um hide into something that you can use and sit on is extraordinary um I don't know exactly what their vegan leather is being made from maybe that's something I'll look up um because there's a lot of different products out there that they're making um I know pineapple's one and
2: cats uh, some um some company just started making vegan leather out of
1: cactus cactus yeah, I did that. you see that it i did so just cool. this week yeah. i just this week saw that so there's a lot of different options that they're doing right now that's um not doing any kind of damage obviously to a living a living a living sure. sentient being which is not great um and then it's also bad for the environment so yay car companies yeah. cool well, should do that
2: i have one shout out yay. I'm, I'm really yeah. into this cool cell phone case oh, that yeah. i got bumblebee um pela um i think i may have written something down i didn't uh Your cell phone? yeah but i didn't write the numbers oh. <laughs> but i think it's like like 1 million cell phone cases are made a year I don't aye, 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 it's aye. crazy and they're all made from plastic and this is oh. compostable stop it p e l a p e l a okay. mhm and yeah it's like made from flax and other things and once it's off your phone and put into a compostable situation
1: it breaks down in three months oh wow. my gosh very cool right that yeah. is amazing never did i even think that would happen so that's cool. so cool that's that that gonna be my have, next one
0: you'll have a compost station so you can just pop it in that's right
1: that's right this is going in with my veggies yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! Your new worms.
2: No, you're not gonna have a uh, pig anytime soon, but no, you might have I'm a well thousand worms.
0: <laughs> Yay! You can name them all. Yeah. If I don't
1: see them or handle them, I'm probably okay yeah. with them. Yeah. They, just, just something without limbs just gets me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of snakes either. I mean, I, I appreciate what all of the, they do. Yeah. But ooh. Yeah, that's I need what your limbs. Kids are for. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's exactly right. Um, Okay, Um, well, that will wrap up our episode on food wasting. But in case you want to dig a little deeper and learn a little bit more, um, here are three websites you can explore. The first one is feedbackglobal.org. The second is nrdc.org. And the final one is refer.com. Nice, nice. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. Thank you, Laura. That was amazing. That was,
1: Laura. That was, uh, yeah, like mind-blowing. Um, okay, so the next episode, guys, please check us out. It's how to clean without hurting the environment. Yes. Because we do not have to have clean homes to destroy the environment. No, it's not worth it. Not at all. Because okay. <laughs> I bet our grandparents probably didn't have no. so much so many cleaning products Chemicals, to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's crazy. All right.
0: Well thanks guys. Thank you. See you next time.